Hello and welcome to Interval, the Norwich Theatre Royal podcast. Today we've got something a little bit different for you. For fans of Miss Saigon, we held a Q&A session after one of the performances here in Norwich. Our audience got the chance to ask some of the incredible cast about their experiences and learn more about the epic production. The session was hosted by John, our Learning and Education Manager, and panellists included Ryan O'Gorman, Eleanor Martin and Gerald Santos. Let us know what you think and whether you want to hear more sessions like this in the future. Be sure to subscribe to Interval on iTunes, Stitcher, Acast or wherever you listen to your podcasts. The next episode will be released on Friday the 21st of September. For more news on opportunities like this, you can like our NTR Take Part Facebook page. But for now, enjoy the Miss Saigon Q&A. My name is Isil Santos. I play the role of Gigi. She's the head of the bar girls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Alana Martin. I play Ellen. Uh, my name is Ryan O'Gorman. I play John. I was the bald one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gerald Santos. I play the role of Tui. So, who would like to uh, kick us off with the first question? Who has question? I just wondered if you've um, had the input from uh, Schomburg and, um, yeah, as you Clomishel Schomburg yeah, and Alan Bobbiel. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, we were we've been really lucky actually on this tour, this production. Um, when we started oh, way back when, over 15 months ago now, I think it was, um, back in Three Mills in London, our rehearsal space. Um, we were really lucky to have the writers on board with us. They were in the rehearsal room, they were very, very hands-on, and I'm pleased to say they still are. So Claude Michel, who is who wrote the beautiful music for this piece, um, comes to almost every venue. He's here, like, normally for press night and stuff like that, and he's here, you know, he'll give us notes, he'll give the band notes. Um, so it's really nice, really, isn't it, to have the mm. those people that were there all those years ago when it started that still have that passion, and I think, yeah, it's amazing, really. So, yeah, that was a really long-winded way of saying yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's still got that he's still got that passion, hasn't he? Yeah. Like when, he, he when, you, when you talk to him, like, yeah. he's still got that burning inside him. He's always, like, striving for... You know this production to be the best yes. you know i know we had the revival in 2014 in london and then it went to broadway and you know i think every production that happens i think they just something gets added little layers and i think what you're all seeing now i'd like to say is the most definitive version is the best version of that we're always learning people are always adding new things yeah. so yeah I just wanted to ask about the children, um, how they react to being on stage, because it's a very sort of dark production, isn't it? And mm. uh, the, the, the songs and the sounds and how they yeah. actually react to that, because uh, the, it, you think at that size they would be sort of rather scared. I know, they're fantastic. They're <coughs> such pros. And, and most of them haven't been on stage before. Mm. So they just they take it in their stride. They have lots and lots of rehearsal beforehand. and. Um, come and work with us beforehand as well, and they they do have little earplugs in to make I sure that, yeah they don't get too scared when the the, the yes. gun goes off and that. But um, yeah, they they're fantastic, all of them, aren't they? We have yeah. about eight eight or ten in each mm -hmm. venue, so we rotate, so they're not getting too tired. But um, yeah. yeah, they're wonderful. Thank you. And while waiting backstage, they have art materials that will keep them yeah. busy. Yeah. 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 Yes. Uh, especially for me, uh, I play with them you right love, after yeah, the games as well. <laughs> yeah, or else they're they're <laughs> gonna be scared of me yeah. all the time. Like yeah, yes. so we always play backstage. Yeah, well, that's so. good. 
it's amazing the um, set changes, how how they occur without the audience hardly realising what's happening. You suddenly have one scene, and the next moment you're looking in, it's something entirely different. Yeah, it's a clever choreography backstage. <laughs> Lots of bodies mm. making right. things happen. And, yeah. <laughs> and it's wonderful these days because the all the actors assist with that, don't they, to a certain degree? Yes. The changeovers. And we make yeah. it a point to really rehearse every venue because there's we need to adjust to a different uh, space. Like for here, Norwich is a, a bit uh, tighter, so we had few rehearsals really to get things done. Yeah, we have a we have a huge team of like crew guys that we take around with us, ASMs, DSMs, like automation guys, like this huge departments. You know that we've got this down to a fine art now, as well as local crew guys that work at Earth and. Um, Norwich Theatre Royal as well, and it's kind of it's like a big collaboration really. Every venue we go to, you know, everyone kind of teams up and we work out how we're going to do it for this particular theatre. But yeah, it's, it's a beautiful design, isn't it? Oh, the, yes. um, things seem to move seamlessly. Yeah. So, you know, it takes you from you know the embassy scene and then you're somewhere completely different, at almost of a blink of an eye. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's quite different to the old days when the curtains used to close yeah, and yeah. sort of shuffle around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They opened again for the next act. Yeah. Uh, yes. uh, I think it's lady here, yeah. Yes, I, I, uh, I grew up in the United States and I remember the Vietnamese War. And I, I, I was really struck and touched by how much it felt like the real pictures we saw of the real end to the, the war. And, and what I wondered was, uh, did you need to learn about the Vietnamese war in preparing for this, or did anyone who, who put it together really make a study of that? Because it, it came across as very real. Yeah, that's a really good question. Yeah. And mm -hmm. just on a side note, I hope all our American accents were all here for <laughs> since we have the genuine thing Not in the room. Not bad, that'll do, that'll do, I'll take that. Um, yeah. At the start of most most shows, most projects you do, um, uh, most actors, I'd like to say all actors, most actors would do um, some kind of homework to do Research, with the, the yeah. subject topic yes. that you're doing. We did a lot of work, as you say, in and around the Vietnamese War. Um, and then our own particular characters, you know, obviously Gerald plays a very different character to me, so I looked into uh, American military and yeah. stuff like that. And you looked into the like, yes, Vietnamese, yeah, the Vietnamese style. Uh, yeah, the communist, uh, the communist uh, system. Yeah, I, I studied about it. Yeah, I watched a lot of documentaries about it, about communism and about the American Vietnam War as well. And when we started the rehearsals in London, they they let us watch some documentaries as well mm -hmm. about the American Vietnam War. So we really studied it. I think because yeah. this is about real people and about you know, atrocities that really did happen. The the director and all of the creative team really took care over um, making it real. And we, we did a lot of research and yes. it was really rooted in truth because that's, you know, the most respectful thing to do, but also to tell a true story. And that's, you know, hopefully getting, reaching across to the audience, so. Yeah. It really shows, thank you. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Have you had any contact with the, the actual children? Um, have you learnt about them? You know the ones that were repatriated. You can't be repatriated because you weren't there. Had never been to America. But the children that are now all in their sort of late forties, early fifties. Yeah. Not. I don't know about you guys originally, but not personally. But um, 
was it JP? Yeah. He got a letter, didn't he? Yeah. Um, from from a, a woman who, yeah, exactly that. that she was just uh, commending the, the production and that how really it was and important and that. I don't know if you can elaborate because mm. he yeah, no, I don't. There was no actual contact for me personally, no. but that kind of coincided with all our research and stuff like that. And following up on what Gerald said, you know, there was we did like extensive work at the, at the end of each day, at the end of each day of rehearsal. We'd like either sit down, we'd each read something, or we'd watch watch another documentary as a cast. So we got that yes. kind of feel. So, mm. but yeah, we haven't had any direct contact with them. Um, with any of the children, as it were, mm -hmm. and it's amazing. We have we have actually an actual. Uh, uh, we have a Vietnamese cast. Uh, her name is Tao, and what's amazing is that her parents, uh, they said they were there uh, when the uh, when the Vietnam War was happening. They were uh, actually there, and uh, the helicopter scene, like uh, when they saw it on the show, when they get to watch it, they were just like crying because. Uh, all the memories just came back from them because uh, they experienced it, what happened in, in Vietnam. So, yeah, knowing about those stories and it was just uh, surreal and amazing. Yeah, and sad as well, of course, yeah. How emotionally draining is it performing every day in such an emotional show? <laughs> you can never prepare for it, really, because yeah. um, each show is different from another show. So you just have to be in the moment, know your character very well, and just deliver on stage. You know, you could have more tears during the matinee and less during the night, you know, but what's important is the truth that you give in the show. Yeah. It, I mean, I always think that I have, as Ellen, has very little stage time, and I feel like I'm just in my dressing room drinking tea, I'm in a lovely time, so I can't really be expending very much energy in the show. And then I think, why am I so tired? I'm exhausted after the show. And then I, I thought about it the other night, and it's like I'm almost breaking up with my husband every single night. How draining is that? So now I get it, that's why I'm tired. I'll let myself off. <laughs> I, I know some of your costumes in the show are genuine Viet, uh, American Vietnam War uh, uniforms, aren't they? I just wondered yeah. if you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I believe, um, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe there's quite a lot of the the GIs um, costumes and uniforms, what they wore, that have actually seen action. Um, I think some of the helmets, some of the flak jackets, which is um, what the guy wears, the kind of the big bulky vests, what you'd wear for like protection and stuff like that. Some of those were actually um, from the Vietnam War. Um, and then another side from that, which is quite nice from the history of the shows, we've got some of those that were in the original production. Yeah. So some have been to the Vietnam War, were in the original production in, in London 30 odd years ago, yeah. and then are still here now, which is kind of nice. It's kind of got its own little map of history. Again, when you, when you're wearing something like that, following on from what Alana said, telling a story like this that actually happened, all that just just adds another layer of wanting and needing to tell the truth every night and to follow that story through. Do you know, what I'm mean? like, I'm wearing a jacket that somebody actually went to war in, and I think that's that's quite special, isn't it, really? And I think, yeah. So yeah, you heard right. The rumors are true. The rumors. Are it's true. amazing how they stay true to the authenticity of uh, of everything that's that's in this production. Uh, even yeah, my uniform as well. 
they really it's really from the design from the communist uh, uh, system in Viet Cong way way before and uh, yeah all the costumes they're all uh, authentic and uh, the designs are really uh, derived from from what happened yeah it's all credit to the wardrobe department yeah. 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 To, uh, to have kept good those job. uniforms going all those years, as, as well as, as you say, to have such authentic uh, reproductions of yes. them as well. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And to make costumes for the ladies that actually stay... Stay in oh. position to be important. And there's a there's a crazy, crazy amount of up, upkeep on all those costumes. Yeah. We've, we've got an amazing wardrobe department of like five girls that we tour around with us. Again, wardrobe people in in every venue that we go to. We have makers back in London, you know, costume gets dragged from here all over, things get made all over the world and brought like to the show. But also every, you know, things break. Bra straps break, trousers get ripped. So every day, you know, they'll be there. They won't be eating. The cast will be off eating their dinner. They'll be there sewing sequins back on the girls' leggings. They'll be fixing shoes. Someone will be like, my T-shirt's broke. This is this. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the work that goes on behind stage is honestly is amazing. And it's quite hard to get your head around, like, to, get, like, to kind of see what you saw this afternoon, like the work that's gone on. It's easy just to think it's all to do with us, and it really, really isn't. We do the we do the glamorous bit on stage, I suppose. There's like people in the background that are doing like so all the kind of good work, but yeah. Is there um, a real feeling of camaraderie then? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you do get that with a touring production mm-hmm. as well. Um, everyone's away from home. Yeah. Yes. Like so these guys are a long way really, from home. Really <laughs> from the Philippines. Yeah. yeah from the Philippines as well. Yes. Yeah, we've got a. I think we've got a. 11 maybe nationalities yeah. Yeah. Um, something like that people from all over the world and I think I'm, I'm from the northeast of England and I think I'm a long way from home and you do have that you know we're travelling around together eating together sleeping together partying together performing together yeah um, we have no choice but to love each yeah. other yeah <laughs> uh, so you do kind of come like a big family don't you yeah um, so yeah there is a lot of camaraderie and I think that's important mm, yeah especially on such a you know, a, a sad kind of show, you know, to try and keep spirits up and everyone has a little joke and, yeah, yeah get on really well. <laughs> I was wondering how you find the music, does it in any way um, link with Vietnam? Do you find it sort of helpful or not? Yeah, the, there's several in- instruments that are played that are very traditional Vietnamese instruments. Yes. So is it the flautist you play? Yeah, Claire, our flautist. How many different I think she has, has she eight different uh, Asian flutes. Yeah. Right. Um, like, it's amazing. Yeah, and I, very talented. I actually went to Vietnam earlier this year and have kind of spent time with that kind of music and then coming into the production, hearing it, it just felt like I was there again. So really? it feels yes, really authentic. How authentic mm. that mm. was. Yeah, it's the orchestration of this show is just magnificent. It's beautiful. Really good question. Just say well done to all the Thank you for coming to see us as well. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much.